And now, Greenlight Reviews, hosted by Ann Elder and Les Roberts. Hi, everyone. Welcome once more to Greenlight Reviews. I'm Les Roberts. I'm Ann Elder. And today, Ann, we're going to talk about a film called Footloose. Mm -hmm. Now, if it were up to me, Mm -hmm. I would talk about Footloose starring Kevin Bacon, Laurie Singer, and John Lithgow. Right. Well, now that was a really good cast. Yeah. It was kind of a cute movie about a young kid who moves from a big city to a small town in which dancing is outlawed by city statute. And of course, he turns the whole thing around and gets them to let them have a prom in high school. Right. And of course, he falls in love with the preacher's daughter. Well, that's essentially what this movie is. That's exactly what this yeah. movie is. It's a remake of exactly. that film. Right. This one stars Kenny Wormald, mm-hmm. Julianne Huff. We remember her from Dancing with the Stars. She is a very, very beautiful and very, very sexy. And talented. Very talented dancer. Musically. Mm-hmm. And her father is played by Dennis Quaid, and her mother is played by Andy McDowell. And Anne, I mm-hmm. have no idea why any of these people showed up to do this movie. I don't either. You know, every once in a while, a remake comes along that just knocks your socks off. Yeah. The latest, of course, is this one. And unfortunately, it doesn't get near your socks. <laughs> no. <laughs> really and truly, it doesn't. Why did anyone in Hollywood think that a crummy, lame, stupid version of an originally rather fluffy, movie called Footloose would make any sense to contemporary audiences. The people that I viewed this movie with were half asleep. They didn't like the movie. I thought the cast was mostly ineffectual, and I didn't think there was much to recommend this version whatsoever. I thought it had two left feet almost all the way through. Okay, the two things that bothered me the most about this film was the way the dance sequences were directed. The acting goes from mediocre to woeful, and Mm -hmm. all the people who are playing high school kids in this film look to be about 30 years old. Well, they look certainly in their 20s. Yes. Julianne Huff. They dyed her hair dark. She was a gorgeous blonde. I didn't believe her for a minute. She's got a boyfriend played by Patrick John Pfluger. He plays her bad-tempered boyfriend, Chuck. He looks to be about 35, and he's the villain of the piece, if there is one, but he shows up for about two minutes at the beginning and two minutes at the end. What is that? Boy, this is a disappointment. I didn't think that Annie McDowell's character as the mother of Ariel was very effective either. She kind of wanders in and out of the movie looking like she's on the wrong set. She has no relationship to this movie whatsoever. It really looked like she was caught, like, where am I and why am I here? And could someone please tell me where I'm really supposed to be because I shouldn't be in this movie because I have nothing to do. She really wasn't into the role, and as a result, she looked totally totally like an alien wandering in. I just thought that was a waste of her magic, frankly. I thought it was a waste of Dennis Quaid as well. He plays this super moral, super uptight preacher. I didn't believe that for a second. This movie just was nauseating on every single level. I just thought it was so amateurish. Now, you mentioned earlier about the dance numbers. Yes. Let's talk about that, because when you have a movie called Footloose, and you know that it's about, quote, 
dancing being banned and then you know that somehow we're going to get some dancing that will happen in the movie either behind the backs of the authorities and so on then you better have and you better know that you're going to see fabulous fabulous choreography the problem with Footloose is that they had amateurishly shot sequences the choreography might have been good but who knows the way they shot the film and the way they edited those dance sequences you would look at a dance sequence for about a minute and then the director didn't have faith that an audience would sit there and watch a great dance number uh excuse me they will sit there and watch when it's good he cut 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 so by the time you got finished you were seeing a very jumbled kind of like a jigsaw looking dance number where nothing made sense you saw an arm here a foot here a headshot there there was no poetry to the dance sequences this is why i can't stand the way directors treat musicals today up on the big screen they really don't believe in the product That's right. You're absolutely right. And when I think of all the films that I've seen in my lifetime that I loved with Gene Kelly or Fred Astaire or John Travolta. Well, I'll even give you Rob Marshall's version of Chicago. Of course. Those dance sequences were phenomenal. He didn't just show an arm and a leg and a head and an ear and a nose. I mean, you saw the entire dance number, as you should. And Footloose really, really takes that joy away from the movie. There was very little joy in this film. There was very little joy for me. I spent a lot of time looking around the theater at the people who were in there with me, and they were fairly bored. And when the lights went up at the end of the film and everybody got up to leave, nobody was smiling. No. They weren't frowning. They were just kind of, eh. It was just another afternoon or evening at the movies, just a run-of-the-mill picture. In the original, I do want to say that Kevin Bacon had enough of his own charisma to make that movie work. This is not a brilliant movie, folks, back in the 80s. So, I mean, if you're thinking that you're going to rent this movie and see a great one, the 80s version, you're not. It's an okay movie. But because Kevin Bacon had that kind of magic, he was able to pull that movie together. And I might add, too, Kevin Bacon couldn't dance. They had to hire a stand-in for him. But the acting and the talents that he has and continues to show us on screen were so remarkable that he made the film much better than it really was. And I think the young girl who played opposite him, Laurie Singer, was a much better casting choice for this role. I really believed her innocence. I don't believe Julianne Hoff's innocence in this movie. It's nothing against her. She's a gorgeous, beautiful girl. I can't wait to see her in a better vehicle, better suited to her kind of talent. Yes, absolutely. I would not say that Footloose is a terrible film. It's just worthless. That's the way I feel about it. And the whole movie had two left feet. The one character that you and I had thought was pretty good was Miles Teller. He plays this kind of offbeat, awkward guy, Willard. He sort of is the best thing in the movie, but honestly, I would say that's kind of faint praise. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it is faint praise. I thought he was all right. You know, I thought Kenny Wormald was all right, too. I thought he was a better actor than Julianne Hoff. Oh, definitely. Sure. And both of them are really good dancers. But as I said, the way they were edited, the way that the cinematographers shot them, and I think they used a kind of digital camera on this so that the whole proceedings looked a little bit on the cheapo side. It does. It does look cheesy. Thrown together. Last minute. Yeah. And in the 21st century. Yeah. That annoys me. It really does. Well, they probably spent $50 million on the picture, and of it course. looks like it cost a buck and a half. No, thank you. Yeah. Well, for me, I'm just going to have to say 
Footloose gets a red light. And just as a general note, for anybody who wants to see a great dance film and so on, don't even bother with Footloose. Old version, new version, please rent a movie like Seven Brides for Seven Brothers. Oh, boy. I mean, that's great dancing. That really shows you what it is to have brilliance up on the screen and to show this art form at its very, very finest. Don't bother with any of the other stuff that Hollywood seems determined to make better than the original. This certainly wasn't it. Red light, footloose. Okay, I'm giving it a red light also. I wavered for a while. I thought, well, it's not horrible. We've seen really horrible films that we've red lighted. But after I thought about it for a while, there is no reason for me to say to anybody, well, you might like this. I don't think you're going to. I don't think you're going to like it because it's boring and it's not very well done. So I am also giving it a red light. Good. We agree. (laughs) And if you add those up, two red lights for Footloose. Well, we're going to be back to review another film very, very shortly. We hope you will join us because we always love watching films, good, bad, or indifferent. Until that time, I'm Les Roberts. I'm Ann Elder. And Greenlight Reviews hopes that we will dance out of the theater next time when we go see a movie. Hello, everyone. My name is Matt Neglia, and I am the host of the Next Best Picture podcast, part of the Film Entertainment Awards website, Next Best Picture. On our show, we explore all year long what is possibly going to win Best Picture at the Oscars. We do this by conducting interviews with people within the film industry, holding weekly reviews of the latest theatrical releases, and on our main show, where we dive into various different topics, answer your fan questions, and also do our best to explore Oscar history's past in hopes that it will tell us something new for this upcoming award season race. We hope that you will join us on all the various podcasting networks. We look forward to seeing you over at nextbestpicture.com.